Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to Alone with God. And I'm so excited to, to welcome you back to class. And we are starting off with module two today. But before we go deep into what we have the teaching for today, I want to say a few things. Thank God for your life. I hope you had you had a great weekend, a great Easter celebration. And I also have hope you had interacted with Model 1. If you are yet to do that, please go pick Model 1 before you pick Model 2. Uh, it's better you interact, listen to Model 1. No matter how long it takes, take the juice out of it before you jump to this model. And I also want to congratulate you for breaking the barriers yielding to god committed to this journey i know it may be a bit challenging and that's why i said keep your face keep your thirst keep your hunger intact so that you'll be able to draw him more you'll be able to draw him more like i said on sunday if you witness a, a little bit of distraction uh, it's it's okay it's okay it's a sign that you are going deep into the waters you're breaking your barriers it's okay nothing is wrong with you uh, when you test and you yearn for god uh, the devil sees the, the the kind of test you you and you're yearning for god it could bring one or two things just to take you off guard so i want you to keep your face keep your faith Keep your hunger intact. Looking up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. So keep your gaze on Jesus, okay? And please, if there's any challenge, please let me know. Reach out to me. If you have any challenge with the model, please reach out to me. And we are ready to go to a class. Father, we thank you. Malaka balisht. Thank you, Holy Spirit, the teacher, our own teacher. Le barobeke supeli ashta barostaga. Eyes open, heart open. Grant us understanding. Grant us understanding. In the next few minutes, grant your people understanding. As many that will listen, grant them understanding. Let heart open up. Let the veil be taken off. In the name of Jesus Christ, we yield unto you, Lord, to learn from you. We are ready to draw from you. Help us, Holy Spirit, as we go into today's teaching. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Lord, because you have done it. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I've decided that this module two, I'm going to break it into two, um, two, yeah, two. <laughs> two parts yes two parts so so that we can take a stretch maybe 30 minutes take a stretch we take a prayer break then we'll have another part b then we'll wrap it up i i don't want us to go one at a stretch i want to bring in maybe 30 45 minutes or so so that we can also take time to pray then you, because you need time to pray can i say this to us um before you interact with the entity, before you open your Bible, before you listen to messages, you must pray and say, Holy Spirit, let me not miss what you want to say. The, the servant of God will say, so 
many things, but I want to hear Rema. Rema is that reviewed word out of the everything that has been said, your own reviewed word to you that you need at that moment. Why God brought you in contact with that resource? You must hear it beyond the good teachings. You must hear your own word because we live by the word. We live by the word. So that word that is meant for you that you must take in so that you can continue your race. You must hear it. It could be a direction, it could be an instruction, it could be whatever it is. You just make sure that you take your own word. So you will listen twice because we hear twice. The Bible says once has it spoken, twice have I heard. So you can't hear once. You cannot. You will hear twice. So you you listen twice. And when you listen, you listen in the very in a quiet place. That's why I talked about solitude, stillness, and um silence. Yes. So you just just listen to the midst of people early in the morning, late in the night. If you're on your own, take an hour break, go into get a an hairpiece, go into a corner, sit down, get your jota and listen. That's the way to draw. That's the way to draw. Hallelujah. So module two, Father, we thank you for the grace. Yes, yes, yes. Along with God, module two, yielding, yielding. I didn't say you deadness, you then hallelujah. So let's go to our slides. Um, I've talked about I've worked on you to class and I've talked about maintaining and hunger for more, and also the environment to learn must be conducive, must be quiet, must be silent so that you can learn. Okay, but also be that the Holy Spirit will also expatiate these words in your heart in the name of Jesus. So we go to our slide, Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. You know, for every of our models, we're going to have key scriptures, and our key scripture for this model to yielding unto the Lord is Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. And I want us to read it. Here it says, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside. If you have a Bible, key phrase here is i will now turn aside and see this great sight why the bush is not burnt another key word there see this great sight see this great sight and this forces and when the lord saw when the lord saw you know these are the scriptures i want us to keep hold on to because we're going to talk about them and when the lord saw that he has turned aside to see. I wish we were in class would be able to underline this this words. Says, and when he turned aside to see, when the Lord saw that he has turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said. I'm here. <laughs> here I am. So this scripture is so loaded and it's our scriptural reference for this model. I will try and see how long it takes me to pieces this because it's very, very important that we understand the basis of the model yielding. 
Now, the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire. You know, in, in Moduwa, we talk about the signs that shows that God is panting after you. As much as you're looking for God, you're looking and seeking for God, I want you to know that that hunger, it is God that put it there. Okay? That hunger, there is no, the Bible says, no one comment unto me unless I draw them. It's not natural for a human being, especially if you're not born again. And even if you're born again, it's God that tears up an hunger in your heart. It's God that tears up a test in your heart. You could do one or two things just to ensure that you keep it intact. But it is God that is calling you by stirring up an hunger and a test in your heart. So in this scripture, the Lord appeared to him in the midst of a bush. Whatever you have, I will talk about later. God calling you, he could call you through pleasant and unpleasant situation. I know some will say, ah, God does God. No, God is not out of anything evil. He will, he will not authorize it. He will not, he's not the one that caused it. He's not the one that brings about it, but he permits it. He can permit it to ensure that you will be able to talk because sometimes it is under pain and pressure that we hear God most better. <laughs> it's, it's that pain that gives back to that hunger. It is that pain. You know, as a woman, if you want to give back, it's the pain that even brings out. It's the, it's the contraction that shows you that a new baby wants to come out. Okay? If there's no contraction, that the baby is not ready. If you are experiencing contraction in the spirit, contraction in the spirit to me will be on uneasiness i i just i don't know i just want to know god the more i i, I feel i don't understand god i feel you know that's it is a thirst it is contraction and god is the one that sets it in you he sets situation around you to cause you to be looking for him <laughs> so it's not it's not a bad thing so interpret your season well so if you are experiencing what i call a flame of fire it's an encounter <laughs> or a burning bush is an encounter. It could be a flame of fire and it could be a burning bush experience. It could be a wilderness experience. It's not for you to run to other gods. It's for you to seek the living God. Are you with me? It's for you to seek out the living God. That hunger could make you look for God in the wrong places, but that won't be you because you could start looking for God in the wrong places, going from one day to other, mountain altar to altar. No, 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 no. It's for you to be still and know that there is a God and follow that hunger, follow that path. He has crafted to, for you for, for you to know him the more. And that's why you're here this is also a part he has crafted for you and that's why he had to wake me up and say go <laughs> this is not what i planned when i entered 2022 <laughs> but you know we are vessels and anytime he causes a servant to rise to do something it's because somebody is waiting to be blessed somebody's time to be blessed somebody's time to advance and take up a new mantle yes it's now somebody's time to Go deeper is now. Somebody's time to turn back and say, no, this life I'm living. Mm -mm. God is saying, it's okay. Now you need to turn, turn and make a U-turn and come back home. Somebody is already saying as a lost uh, as a prodigal son, say, I will arise. And God said, don't worry, I will help you to arise. Do you, do you get me? I will help you to, I, I will help you and I will see how I can redirect you home. 
That's it. So you, what I call the flame of fire or burning bush experience is an encounter that God uses to reach out to his daughters. I want you're one of them. Okay. So I want us to get that very, very importantly. So your burning bush experience may be different from mine. How we appears to you may be different from how he appears to another sister, but he will call out for you. And whatever situation is, I said, it is very important that you see it in the light of God is calling me. And it's not devil that is chasing after me. It is God's love that is chasing after me. And if it even looks unpleasant, it is still his way to get my attention. Okay? I think that that's very, very important. And the next lesson we need to pick, point that we need to pick out here, is that when he saw it, in, he, he, he looked and behold, but he did not only leave it as that. <laughs> so we will say, okay, fine. I have these experiences. I, I understand something is on with me. But you don't do anything about your tests. Yeah. You don't do anything about it. It's not enough for us to be in, alone with God, learning hope. And not take your modus. You know, you can say, I'm here. But, but it's beyond that. He looked, he behold, and said, no, I want something deeper. <laughs> I like one of, one of our sisters said last Sunday, they said, I've heard your voice, but I want to hear God. You know, you, it's, it's, I want something that, because if until the hunger is quenched, which may not be at a point, or the thirst is quenched, which will not be at a point, or you don't get what you're looking for, you don't retreat. You keep looking until you find. Elijah told his servant, go up seven times until you find. Because until you find you, you don't leave God. In the place of prayer, you don't just stand up and say, I'm leaving. No, until he speaks to you, keep, you keep at it, okay? So he looked, he saw it, but he didn't just see it and recorded it. Some of us will just be recording and keeping in a journal. God said, God said, beyond God said, fine, thank God you've heard. What is your response to that instruction? It's not for you to note it. You don't note the word of God. You war with the word. Yes. You war with the word. You do something. You pick the word and run with it. So he looked, he built, he saw this situation. And you're seeing and experiencing this kind of things happening around you. You know you're hungry for God. You need more. You just, your heart is beating for God. But it's not enough for you to say, I'm beating, I'm hungry. No, what do you do with your hunger? What do you, it should take you to the mountain of the Lord. That pressure should take you to the mountain of the Lord. And the Bible says, and Moses said, I will. I like the fact that it's a decision. Do you get it? It's a decision. It's not about, oh, uh, um, uh, and that's why I, as I love to do a lot of follow-up to push. As I host other courses, I, I, you, you're not silent in my class. I will make sure that you speak, you know. But this model I said uh, on Sunday, was it on Sunday or last week, that uh, it's a flow. And God told me, so please leave them for me. <laughs> and I say, God, they say, mm-mm. I am the one walking in each of their hearts. And I don't want to take the place of God. So that you see that I'm not calling you out, calling you out. Why are you not talking? Why are you not talking? Let God eat you. When God eats you, respond. That's it. But I'm not saying I will still not follow us up. But I'm saying that there is a greater one that can stay you up, that can follow you up, that you will not be able to sleep, that you'll be hearing voices. Even when you are, um, you're not really listening to the audio. That is the signature that God is already talking to you. Nobody can take the place of God. No. When you're on fire, you're on fire. You can't be still. Okay? So, 
it was a decision and I want somebody to decide today and say, this is what I want for myself. Okay. Moses said, I will now turn aside. He decided to take step. Cease, decide today for the Lord. And when you decide today for the Lord, it will enable you. It will empower you. It will help you. It will, it will help you to take that step. It will propel your decision. Yes, it will engage it. It will empower your decisions. But it has to be your decision. Because the Bible says, to, to, before you today, I said life and death. But choose life. It can't. It will respect the will of man. It is now for you to say, I will do this. I will be committed. I, I have seen the sign of God longing and chasing after me. I will respond. All we are talking about today, Modutu, is your response to the call of God, to the chasing of God, to the panting of God. And he said, I will turn aside and I will see this great sight. Wow. It's a great sight. Why the bush is not born out? You, want, you have questions in your heart. I believe you have questions in your heart. You know, when you are a believer, you have a lot of questions in your heart. There's nothing wrong with you. Just ask the right question. You'll get the right answer. Ask the right question. I've asked this in my life where I've said, God, please, 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 can you just tell us what we are doing? <laughs> let, let's, let me just make my life, make, make my life. Please, I want my life to have a meaning. Please, let me just understand this thing. I just be going, 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 you, you know? And when you persist and you ask the ask question, the Holy Spirit will come and he will breathe on your heart and you will open your eyes to see what God is doing in your life. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. He's the one that will convey the message from the Father to you and say, this is what God is doing in your life. So be still, okay? And the Bible says, when the Lord saw, do you know God would know? Don't, I say God would know. God always knows. <laughs> God knows. He's waiting. He just needs to take a step. When you take a step, the right step, don't worry. And I said earlier, He will empower your step. He will, ah, he will strengthen your step. He will empower your decisions. <laughs> it will give voice to that small, small, you know, sound you're making. You know, it's just waiting for the right response. What will it be for you, sis? What will it be? What will it be? He's calling you. He's knocking. He said, daughter, which says sons, but we are all sons in God. He says, son, give me your heart. What are you saying? He's saying, he's asking, but what are you saying? Hallelujah. What are you saying? What is your response? And God, when God is just waiting, say, and when God saw there, he has turned, he now call out. God will not just call you out like that. He wants step, wants step to, I said last week, was it last week? That, but I got, he will be leaving clues, clues. When you get a clue and you, you know, you respond, it will take you to another level. That was when God could call out to him and now call you and say, come, there's something. And I love the, the, uh, that ending part. And he said, here I am. <laughs> Can you say that? I'm not just verbalizing it. Can you actually mean that I'm here? And it's very, very important that we get to the point where we can respond to God, you to God, please. God is chasing after you, you to God, please. Say to God, here I am. I am here. What do you want me to do? I have, you know, it didn't say, oh, that here I am is, is, a, is a loaded uh, statement. But let's go further. So what does it mean to you to God? Hmm. To you to God means to turn away from and to turn towards. 
There's a lot of things you will turn away from six. Ah, you will turn away from a lot of things. It's not just to, you can't turn towards God without leaving some things behind. Yes, you will leave a lot of things behind. You cannot turn to God. You can't serve two masters. There's some things you must leave behind. It could be painful, but the way to yield to God is to drop some baggages, drop the things you love, and begin to look towards His direction. And you can only lose towards His direction one, one time at, 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 at a, a point at a time. You can't be looking up and be looking down. So you must turn away from something to turn towards that. That's turn towards God. And to you to God also means to respond. And your response, our response differs. <laughs> but you must respond to God. And God is calling after you and he's saying respond. Preventure you are bringing into a new realm. Breaking into a new realm spiritually. It's not as if you're not doing well. But God is saying come up higher. Come up higher. Come up higher. You must yet also respond. And there's a type of respond to that come up higher. He <laughs> said, don't be comfortable. Yes. Don't be, don't settle. It's not time to rest. He said, don't take your rest now. Mm -mm. So it's not, we are not saying that what you're doing is not good. It's not great. But God said, please, you are plateaued enough. Let us go deeper into the waters. Okay. It also means to surrender your will. We're going to talk about that better in, in depth rather in the next module submission is our next module so we're going to talk about it means to surrender your way it means to live to cleave you must live to cleave if you are not living you can't cleave can i say that if you are not if you have not left don't think you can cleave to god prevention you are on this call on this in this class and you discover that the more you want to like glue to God. Let me use that word like that. You want to glue to God. You want to attach yourself. You see yourself falling off, falling off. Ah, ah. I, the more I seek for God, I can't do it. I just want to. Anytime I'm just putting in more effort to love God, I'll just see that I fall into sin again. I'll be dry again. What's happening? It's because you have not left. Did you hear that? You've not left. You can't cleave like a magnet or you or something that has a glue on it to stick to God if you have not left. The only way you can find it easy and, and it's going to be possible for you to cleave to God is when you have left. So if you have not left, you will see that you will drop, drop, drop off. Some of us had that. We got born again almost three times. I'm born again today. You go to the world. I'm born again today. You go back to it. I'm born again. So yeah, I'm born again. How many times? Well, I'm born again. <laughs> so it is because you have not left. So you need to leave to cleave. So peradventure, you've not left. And that's why you're not cleaving well. Please leave. And to leave means to leave. So leave means is to drop some things for God. Is to say bye-bye to some things. The things that you love. The things you say come out of them and be separate. There is a them <laughs> and be separate and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you. That's the word. So you must come out of them. You know the them. God will even be pointing your attention to those things that you need to live. Yes. So receive the courage and the strength to say no and to say bye-bye and to say I am.
Jesus forever, Jesus forever, and to surrender totally to him in the name of Jesus. It also means to yielding to God also means to deny yourself. Ah, you must deny yourself of so many things. Of sleep, of food, of friends, of whatever, of worldliness, of anything you're enjoying, whatever it is. Empty yourself. If you're not empty, you can't take in God. You can't drink. You can't draw. You can't you can't host God. Because he he, he doesn't cohabit with anything. He, he, must, <laughs> he, he must be or is God on his own. He will not share like uh, share space with anybody in you. He will not share the word with you. He will not share. There's some things that God will say, until you empty, I can't pour. That's the truth. So you have to empty yourself. You have to empty yourself so that God can pour into you. So you have to deny yourself. Hallelujah. And you have to say yes. Just as Moses said, he said, here I am. Did he even say send me? Because when God decided to send him, he said, I am not going. <laughs> he said, I am not going. So it's not even to say, here I am, send me. It's not always easy like that. He said, I am here. Then when God said, oh, yeah, he said, no, I'm not going. So the first thing is not to say, here I am, send me. Just be with God first. He called them to be with him that he may send them out. But first they had to be with him before he sent them out. So let's move a bit further. How do I know God is knocking? Wow. How do I know God is knocking at the door of my heart? And these are signs. And I really wish that I could take more time. And I'm going to do that. I'll see God. How God will help me before we take our prayer break. Um, it's very, this, this slide is very, very important. It's, in fact, it's a whole curriculum on its own. How do I know that God is knocking at the door of my heart? How do I know that God is already chasing after me? And this, what are the signs? You know? Uh, we have four here. We have four here. And the first one is intuition. Hallelujah, intuition. Intuition is that part, uh, that, that period in your life where you just be, like you, you be knowing something. Like they said a God sense. You know, some people say I have this God, God sense. Is it God sense or whatever? <laughs> Whereby you'll be able to, you, you will just be, you, your conscience will, I, won't, I, don't, I don't want to conscience, conscience, but your soul will come alive to be able to, or your spirit will come, be made alive to be able to pick signs or to be able to know things without being told. You know, just I sense something. You know, people will say, I sense something. I just know that something, you know, to be able to know things that you didn't seek for, that you're not taught, that's, that's intuition. That's the power of intuition. And it's so powerful, it's just like a touchlight. And it, you, it's we like it's. I wish I can demonstrate. It. It's like something is just knocking, ting, 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 just trying to make a dead, a dead. I, I don't say a laid or a quiet thing or something that is not actually breathing or just moving. You want to bring it back, so you are touching it a bit by bit by bit until that thing wakes up. Fine. So intuition. That's what it is. So intuition is is a reawakening of your soul your spirit to knowledge and a reawakening and also an access uh, of your spirit to knowledge that's a reawakening and there is an access of your spirit to things information that either though were not there and you couldn't have asked for and the second one is prompting prompting is a stronger one than intuition intuition can be at the level where 
people they can even people that don't know God can just have a God that God feeling that this something is not going to work out. You know, people can just pick kids even when they are not really born again. But it's a way whereby the spirit is being quickened to be able to assess knowledge. Okay, prompting is deeper because prompting is at uh, this instruction. Prompting is at the instruction. You feel ah. Uh, God said, you know, some people say, I wanted to do something. I just hear that. Do it. You know, God is prompting. You just say, it's waking you up. And, and most prompting comes with instructions. Yeah. Most companies come, no, sorry. Most prompting comes with instruction where, where God is awakening you and telling you do this. Some people say, I just woke up. I feel that God is saying I should pray. I don't know. Some, some will just leave it. Or go, you will hear God say, go and check something. You know, it comes with instructions. It comes with instructions. And signs and signs and signals. And signs and signals are some that are external. Intuition probably are internal, you know. But when it comes to signs, signals that are external, they are like, okay, you, got, you know that God, you're fasting or you're waiting or you're, you know, and you're just in a solitude mode. You're trusting to hear God. You want to know. Uh, you want God to give you an instruction. You need direction. Whatever it is. And you just go to church. You hear the word and scriptures that you God told you. <laughs> the pastor is saying it again. Or you just pick up a book. Or you pick up your Bible. You turn and it's the same word. Be thou, be still. <laughs> you go out, somebody just preaching the same thing, you know. And you go, you get to the office. You know, everything that is confirming one thing. Those are signs. Have I had signs and signals in my life? I have had, and I, I, I can't really remember an example to give my boy. I've had to the point I said, no, this one is like, ah, God is shouting. <laughs> okay, there was a time uh, Pastor Nathaniel Bassi was talking about how... He thought that he heard the song, was trying to interpret the song during the last Hallelujah Challenge. And somebody just sent him, you know, sent him the same song before evening. Another person just said something. Those are signs, fine. To confirm, yeah. So he said he has seen three signs that day. That is okay. God, okay, I've heard that this is, this is your move. This is what God wanted to do at that, uh, on that day during the the worship so those are the signs you can just say somebody will just call you you know so just say something send you and he doesn't know he or she doesn't even know what is happening in your life so those are sign signals let's move fast and sometimes unpleasant situation i don't really want to go deep here because of our time and because this could be a whole topic all right i know a lot of people will have questions uh, can god use on on unpleasant situation to know okay, yes he can and it doesn't mean that he permitted it. It, that, it means he permitted it, but it doesn't mean that it was orchestrated by him. Okay? Yeah. It can. I have, I, this one have experience. <laughs> I have experience when it comes to something. It's not pleasant to your, to your flesh. But God said, I permit it. It can allow you to lose some things. It can allow you to fall into some things. It can allow you some things to happen. So that it will not take you to the place of water. And you begin to... You will hold the one of the others. In fact, I have been looking for you. In fact, I have been waiting. Please come in. <laughs> so it's fine. It can. It can. But it's not a topic I really want to delve in. But it can use unpleasant situation to get your attention. And that's the truth. That's the truth. We have, we have case study of Moses, Joseph, Mary, Abraham. So please, please 
study because we could also you can be asked on Sunday <laughs> to share all this thing. I don't want to. We we were in a class, so you need to take this home as an assignment. How how do we know the signs so that we don't miss the sign? How do we interpret? What was the sign for Moses? What was the sign for Joseph, for Mary? You know, I don't want to answer the question already for Abraham. What are the signs that we could say God was looking for them? The signs of calling them and their response also. Okay. Hallelujah. Let's go fast, fast, fast. How do you respond to God? How do you respond to God? It talks about respond, 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 yield you. Oh, please. Tell me, how do I respond to God? I, I know that God is calling for me, but I don't even know what to do. Maybe that's you. That could be the question that is burning on your heart. I don't know what to do. Please tell me, what do I do? I've seen that he's calling for me. I've seen that he's panting, yelling after me. I've seen that he's chasing after me. I don't know what to do. This is the session that you need to listen and listen to me very well. And these six or seven things to do or acts or actions, they are not exhaustive. So, but let us go. When God calls <clears throat> for a man, the first step is to submit your heart. It's your, you use your, it is that, that act is, it's the, uh, oh, how do I put it? You respond to God with your heart, not with your flesh. Flesh, 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 flesh. Flesh and the spirit don't gel. It is not an emotional relationship. Now, can I say this? Oh, this will help me with this next few minutes I have. But we really need to listen to this. So I'll take time. I don't mind. I'll take time. Please listen to me. When God calls and you respond with um, your natural inclinations, like... And that's where, when there is a message and people are crying and people are falling, it's still at the surface level. It's still your flesh, not flesh, your human nature. I would like to human nature. It's still outward, yeah. It's still your soul, soul that has been touched. You respond with your spirits. <laughs> your spirit must be ignited. To say yes, it's not only for you to cry because we have seen people cry and they will cry and they will go back and they will continue their life because it was emotional. <laughs> it shouldn't just be your emotion that will respond to God. It's your soul, your spirit, because your soul is the place of your emotion. It will tweak your your emotion. That's where you can say, "Hey, oh, I feel, I feel fine." You feel God is God. You're fine. But beyond the feel and you're crying, your soul is emotional. It must ignite your spirit, your heart. You submit with your heart. That's the place. It's not your, your emotion. It, I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's, it's, not, it's bad. You know, fine. I'm saying it must go beyond I feel. I just know. I'm just, you must, the, your response must come from your spirit, man. It's the spirit and the spirit that engages. Okay? Like the scripture we read, it said, I will turn. It was outward first. It, must, it will start from outward. I will see, yes. And I will see. And when God said he has turned, God now said, he called him. Now that word, 
here I am. It's not emotion again now. It's a decision. Okay? Now, his spirit is now being engaged. We are now talking. And if you read the scripture, you now see how they start to talk. And God said, please remove your shoe. You know, fine. He won't talk to you unless he has, he had a hold on your heart or your spirit. It's spirit to spirit that talks, not emotion. God is, God has emotion, but it's not going to engage your soul. Your soul will be touched by your spirit being awakened, but you will respond with your soul, your spirit. I hope I got that across. <laughs> because this is where a lot of people make mistakes. You say, but you feel, no, 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 no. And that's why you see a lot of people, they will cry, they will roll, and yes, they will go back. Because we, they left it at the place of the soulish realm. But it is your heart, which is your spirit, that you respond to God. Okay? Then how do you respond? You respond by obeying instructions. Obeying instructions. Okay. That's it. When he says, come, you say, okay. When he says, sit, you sit. <laughs> and it may not be as simple as, as that. It may not be. But you know, when you obey, it's like obedience is a door. When you obey, it allows you to come in. <laughs> That's the gate. Then when you come in, you come in through the outer door, to the inner, then to the holy. Uh -huh. So it's not as if when you obey instruction, you now begin to see God. No, your obedience will lead you to the next level of assignments, of instruction. And gradually, gradually, you begin to walk with God in an unusual way. So it will come as an instruction. It will come as an instruction, okay? Like he said to Moses, after he said, here I am, he now said, please take off your shoe. That's instruction. We just didn't read it for instruction. You can go further and read that Exodus chapter 3. Then take a stand for God. That's how to respond. Ah, you have to take this. You have to decide. You have to be decisive. You must take a stand. You can't be here and there. You must take a stand for God. Take a stand for God. Take a stand for God. That's how to respond. When you take a stand, God will say, that's my babe. <laughs> and he will empower you the more. Take, make a decision. From, from alone with God, this is module two. We have four modules. We have two more. Before we get to the fourth module, something must have changed around you. You must decide yourself. You must decide yourself that, no, this Christianity life, I have. no, I want something more. I want something real. When you take that stand for God, you will now, uh, how do I say? It will breathe on it. It will empower it. You, it will make it easy for you to even continue to draw from him. Okay? Let's be fast. Be courageous. Very courageous. If you're not courageous, you can't, you can't follow God. <laughs> ah, Malash Adabaya. That's the truth. If you're not courageous, you can't do anything for God. It takes courage to seek for God, to find God, to work with God, to do things for God, to fulfill ministry, to live an impactful life. It takes courage. And decision and courage, they are together. You can't take a stand without being courageous. You must take a stand. You must be courageous. Now we say, take off your shoes. That's how to respond. Forget your past. Forget where you're coming from. You can't drag your past into your future. It's not going to work. In fact, you won't be able to move into the future. You want to work with God. You want to respond to God's call. You have to forget where you're coming from. Yes, even the forget the pleasant experience. Ah, I have done this. I have God has used me, raised the dead, healed the sick. Forget, forget. They are former. There is more. 
forget if you're still living and enjoying the euphoria of god has blessed me he has raised this one to me i'm i've done science miracles he has used me to do science miracles if that is where you're celebrating you will not enter the next level you will not so forget take off your shoes of experiences i know i'm a lawyer i'm a i'm a whatever what do i call <laughs> you know lawyers are very funny <laughs> they will quote and quote and quote the law I have a brother too that is a, me a medical doctor. He will tell you there's nothing like that. You must take your drug. You must take it. You know, he believes that body science. Are Bro, there's something that is beyond this body. <laughs> there's a power that can come upon this body. And you, that's why we have divine healing and divine health. It's possible for you to live in divine health and not break down. It's, there's a confidence, there's a realm you can enter into. You can you can contract COVID and not take take I'm not saying you should do it and not take drug and you still be healed. I'm not saying you should do it, so please. But I'm saying there's a realm and there are realms. So if you let everything you've learned in school cloud be cloudy, you won't be able to take God seriously. If you allow your past where you're coming from. This is what I've been taught. My mother said, you can't hear God. My priest is the only one that hears God. If you don't take, take that shoe off, you can't walk in the new realm and the supernatural. If it, you are holding on to the belief system, you can't walk in the new realm. You can't. So you have to take off. Take it off. Take it off. What? Because knowledge can also be cloud you. I'm not talking about spiritual knowledge. Where you're coming from can be cloud you. You have to remove your goggles, that's your glasses, and take another one so that you can see clearly. Okay? So, and the next thing is for you to align. We need to take a prayer break now. Uh, align and engage the word of God. Engage the word of God. Engage the word of God. Shabarabosotash. We want to take time out to pray and say, Father, set my heart on fire for you. For you, oh God. Lord, set my heart on fire for you. I want to know your way. Pray over your hearts. Set me on fire for you. I want to walk in your way. I want to walk in your way. I want to know you, Lord. I want to be with you. Open your mouth and pray, Lord, tear this veil apart. Are you praying? Please pray in the next one, two minutes. Lord, everything that is injuring my walk with you, my going advancement, going higher, going in depth, every limitation, every barrier, every flesh, whatever it is, every limiting factor, this veil, tear it off in the name of Jesus, pray over your heart. Give me heart that pants after you, that long for you. Help me to respond to your call. He is calling. He said, my daughter, give me your heart. I want you to pray. Help me to respond. Help me. Enable the decision I'm making. Help me, Lord. Pray in the Holy Spirit. If you have been baptized with the Holy Spirit, with everything of speaking in tongue, pray, 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 pray. Take a prayer break and pray over your heart. And the Holy Spirit will enable you to even pray for that. Pray. Shabalaka Satush.